0: Section twenty-six of Satan's Diary by Leonid Andreev, translated by Herman Bernstein. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Carolyn. Section twenty-six, May twenty-sixth, Italy. It was a month ago that Thomas Magnus blew me up. Yes, it is true he really blew me up and it was a month ago in the holy city of rome in the palazzo orsini when i still belonged to that billionaire henry wondergood do you remember that genial american with his cigar and patent gold teeth alas he is no longer with us he died suddenly and you will do well if you order a requiem mass for him his illinois soul is in need of your prayers let us return however to his last hours i shall try to be exact in my recollections and give you not only the emotions but also the words of that evening it was evening when the moon was shining brightly. Perhaps I shall not give you quite the words spoken, but, at any rate, they will be quite the words I heard, and stored away in my memory. If you were ever whipped, worthy comrade, then you know how difficult it was for you to count all the blows of the whip a change of gravity you understand oh you understand everything and so let us receive the last breath of henry wondergood blown up by the culprit thomas magnus and buried by maria i remember i awoke on the morning after that stormy evening calm and even gay apparently it was the effect of the sun shining into that same broad window through which at night there streamed that unwelcome and too highly significant moonlight you understand now the moon and now the sun oh you understand everything it is probably for the very same reason i acquired my touching faith in the integrity of magnus and awaited toward evening that cloudless bliss this expectation was all the greater because his collaborators you remember his collaborators have begun to greet and bow to me what is a greeting! Ah, how much it means to the faith of man! You know my good manners, and, therefore, will believe me when I say that I was cold and restrained like a gentleman who has just received a legacy. But if you had put your ear to my belly, you would have heard violence playing within. Something about love, you understand. Oh, you understand everything. And thus, with these violence, did I come to Magnus in the evening, when the moon was shining brightly. Magnus was alone. We were long silent, and this indicated that an interesting conversation awaited me. Finally I said, How is the Signorina's health? but he interrupted me we are facing a very difficult talk wondergood does that disturb you oh no not at all do you want wine well never mind i shall drink a little but you need not yes wondergood he laughed as he poured out the wine and here i noticed with astonishment that he himself was very excited his large white hangman's hands were quite noticeably trembling i do not know exactly just when my violence ceased i think it was at that very moment magnus gulped down two glasses of wine he had intended to take only a little and sitting down continued no you ought not to drink wondergood i need all your senses undimmed by anything you didn't drink anything to-day no that's good your senses must be clear and sober one must not take anaesthetics in such cases as as a vivisection he shook his head seriously in affirmation yes vivisection you have caught my idea marvellously yes in case of vivisection of the soul for instance when a loving mother is informed of the death of her son or a rich man that has become penniless but the senses what can we do with the senses we cannot hold them in leash all our life you understand wondergood in the long run i am not in the least so cruel a man as i occasionally seem even to myself and the pain of others frequently arouses in me an unpleasant responsive trembling that is not good a surgeon's hand must be firm he looked at his fingers they no longer trembled he continued with a smile however wine helps some dear wondergood i swear by eternal salvation by which you love to swear that it is extremely unpleasant for me to cause you this little pain keep your senses wondergood your senses your senses your hand my friend i gave him my hand and magnus enveloped my palm and fingers and held them long in his own paw strained permeated with some kind of electric currents then he let them go sighing with relief that's it just so courage wondergood i shrugged my shoulders lit a cigar and asked your illustration of the very wealthy man who has suddenly become a beggar does that concern me am i penniless magno answered slowly as he gazed straight into my eyes if you wish to put it that way yes you have nothing left absolutely nothing and this palace too is already sold tomorrow the new owners take possession oh that is interesting and where are my billions i have them they are mine i am a very wealthy man wondergood I moved my cigar to the other corner of my mouth, and asked, ''And you are ready, of course, to give me a helping hand. You are a contemptible scoundrel, Thomas Magnus.'' ''If that's what you call me, yes. Something on that order.'' ''And a liar?'' ''Perhaps. In general, dear Wondergood, it is very necessary for you to change your outlook on life and man. You are too much of an idealist. And you, I rose from my chair, for you it is necessary to change your fellow conversationalist. Permit me to bid you good- bye and to send a police commissary in my place." Magnus laughed. Nonsense, Wondergood. Everything has been done within the law. You yourself have handed over everything to me. This will surprise no one with your love for humanity. Of course you can proclaim yourself insane. You understand? And then perhaps I may get to the penitentiary. But you, you will land in an insane asylum you would hardly like that, dear friend. Police. Well, go on talking. It will relieve the first effects of the blow." I think it was really difficult for me to conceal my excitement. I hurled my cigar angrily into the fireplace, while my eye carefully measured both the window and Magnus no this carcass was too big to play ball with at that moment the loss of my wealth had not yet fully impressed itself upon my mind and it was that which maddened me as much as the brazen tone of Magnus and the patronizing manner of the old scoundrel in addition i dimly sensed something portentous of evil and sorrow like a threat as if some real danger were lurking not in front of me but behind my back what is this all about i shouted stamping my foot what is this all about replied magnus like an echo yes i really cannot understand why you are so excited wondergood you have so frequently offered me this money and even forced it upon me and now when the money is in my hands you want to call the police of course magnus smiled there is a slight distinction here In placing your money so magnanimously at my disposal, you still remained its master, and the master of the situation, while now, you understand, old friend, now I can simply drive you out of this house. I looked at Magnus significantly. He replied with no less a significant shrug of the shoulders and cried angrily stop your nonsense. I am stronger than you are. Do not try to be more of a fool than is absolutely necessitated by the situation. You are an unusually brazen scoundrel, signor Magnus. Again how these sentimental souls do seek consolation in words take a cigar and listen to me i have long needed money a great deal of money in my past which i need not disclose to you i have suffered certain failures they irritated me considerably fools and sentimental souls you understand my energy was imprisoned under lock and key like a bird in a cage for three years i sat in this cursed cage awaiting my chance and all that in the beautiful campagna yes in the beautiful campagna and i had already begun to lose hope when you appeared i find it difficult to express myself at this point be as direct as you can have no compunctions you seemed very strange with all this love of yours for men and your play as you finally termed it and my friend for a long time i had grave doubts as to what you really were an extraordinary fool or just a scoundrel like myself you see such extraordinary asses appear so seldom that even i had my doubts you are not angry oh not at all you forced money upon me and i thought a trap however you made your moves quickly and certain precautions on my part pardon me for interrupting so those books of yours your solitary contemplation of life that little white house and everything was all a lie and murder do you remember all that drivel about hands steeped in blood yes i did kill that is true and i have pondered much upon life while awaiting you but the rest of course was falsehood very base falsehood but you were so credulous and maria i confess that i had already uttered this name when i felt something clutching at my throat magnus looked at me sharply and said gloomily we will discuss maria too but how excited you are even your nails have turned blue perhaps you'll have some wine well never mind have patience i shall continue when you began your affair with maria of course with my slight assistance i finally concluded that you were an extraordinary ass magnus raised his hand in consoling gesture oh no you seemed to me to be that at the beginning i will tell you quite truthfully as i do everything i am telling you now You are not a fool at all, Wondergood. I have grown to know you more intimately. It doesn't matter that you have so naively surrendered your billions to me. Many wise men have been fooled before by clever... scoundrels. Your misfortune is quite another thing." I had the strength to smile. My love for human beings no my friend your contempt for human beings your contempt and at the same time your naive faith in them arising from it you regard human beings so far below you you are so convinced of their fatal powerlessness that you do not fear them at all and are quite ready to pat the rattlesnake's head such a nice little rattlesnake one should fear people comrade i know your game but at times you were quite sincere in your prattle about man you even pitied him but from an elevation or from a side track i know not which Oh, if you could only hate people, I would take you along with me with pleasure. But you are an egotist, a terrible egotist, Wondergood, and I am even beginning to shed my regrets for having robbed you, when I think of that. Whence comes this base contempt of yours? i am still only learning to be a man well go on learning but why do you call your professor a scoundrel for i am your professor wondergood to the devil with this prettle! so you do not intend to take me along with you no my friend i do not so only my billions very well but what about your plan to blow up the earth or something of that kind or did you lie on this point too i cannot believe that you simply intended to open a money changer's bureau or become some ragged king magnus looked at me gloomily there was even a gleam of sympathy in his eyes as he replied slowly no on that point i did not lie but you won't do for me you would always be hanging on to my coat tails just now you shouted liar scoundrel thief it's strange but you are yet only learning to be a man and you have already imbibed so much pettiness when i shall raise my hand to strike some one your contempt will begin to whine don't strike leave him alone have pity oh if you could only hate no you are a terrible egotist old man i shouted the devil take you with your harping on this egotism i am not in the least more stupid than you you beast and i cannot understand what you find so saintly in hatred magnus frowned first of all don't shout or i'll throw you out do you hear yes perhaps you are no more stupid than i am But man's business is not your business. Do you realize that, you beast? In blowing up things I only intend to do business, and you want to be the ruler of another plant. Let them steal and break down the machinery, and you, you will be concerned only about your salary, and the respect due to you. And I i won't stand that all this he swept the room with a broad gesture is my plant mine do you hear and it is i who will be robbed i will be robbed and injured and i hate those who rob me what would you have done in the long run with your billions if i had not taken them from you Built conservatories and raised heirs for the perpetuation of your kind private yachts and diamonds for your wife and i give me all the gold on earth and i will throw it all into the flames of my hatred and all because i have been insulted when you see a hunchback you throw him a lira so that he may continue to bear his hump yes and i want to destroy him to kill him to burn him like a crooked log to whom do you appeal when you are fooled or when a dog bites your finger to your wife the police public opinion but suppose the wife with the aid of your butler plants horns on your head or public opinion fails to understand you and instead of pitying you prefers to give you a thrashing then do you make your appeal to god but i i go to no one i plead before no one but neither do i forgive you understand i do not forgive only egotists forgive I consider myself personally insulted. End of section twenty six.